Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of What's Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Alia from Alia Yoga and Alia Yoga Academy teacher training and mentorship programs. This show is all about the physical, energetic, mental, emotional, and spiritual components of wellness, where we incorporate suggestions for tools and practices to help optimize and maximize your well-being. Today is New Year's Eve. I'm so excited to begin writing a new chapter in the book of our lives with the coming of a brand new year. We have collectively and individually been through so much in 2020, and we are taking so many valuable lessons for life into the new year. I have learned a ton and was reflecting on all of the experiences and how much I feel like I have grown in the last year. So I decided it would be interesting to put a list together of 20 lessons learned in 2020. It was actually difficult or challenging to narrow down the list to only 20, and I tried to make them concise but also relatable. I'm sure there are many more that you could add to this list, and perhaps that is an exercise that you would enjoy and find eye-opening. Whether you're listening to this episode on New Year's Eve or any other day, it's always interesting to reflect and look back at what you've accomplished and overcome and extrapolate the lessons from both the challenges and the triumphs of your recent past. Last week was also my birthday, and I want to say a special thank you to everyone who reached out wishing me a happy birthday and to those that I got to see in person. It was the most wonderful day of celebration, and I felt really, really special and loved. Thank you. We'll get right into the 20 lessons of 2020 after the wise words of the week coming to you today from Lao Tzu, who said, Do the difficult things while they are easy and do the great things while they are small. A journey of a thousand miles must begin with a single step. You know I love to look at life as putting one foot in front of the other and continuing to move in the direction of your heart. And so this quote really resonated with me today. Thank you so much for being here right now. Please stay tuned for this short word about Anchor, and I'll be right back. Welcome back, and thank you so much again for being here today. I'm really looking forward to sharing with you the 20 lessons that I came up with for 2020, and we'll jump right in with lesson number one. Life's challenges show us the true nature of the people we surround ourselves with and lets us see the true colors of our community. 
I've experienced this in the ending of a close friendship in the past year and the realization that people show up in our lives for a reason or a season or a lifetime, but it's not worth attaching ourselves to someone or something with expectations of them because that can set us up for disappointment. This year, I've also made new incredible friends that I feel so connected to, and they've shown up for me. This year showed us who our true people are because of the commitment of time and energy that it takes to stay in touch and support one another throughout the many shifts and challenges that we experienced individually and collectively this past year. It also taught me to be my own best friend and treat myself and my loved ones with appreciation to not take my relationships for granted. What it also comes down to is to be there for others and be open to others being there for you. Lesson number two ties into lesson number one, which is that it's okay to ask for help. This year we heard a lot of, we're all in this together, and yet we experienced more separation and division than ever before. Reaching out and asking for help can be challenging, but without doing so, no one knows the depth of what you may be going through or struggling with. Being vulnerable and sharing with others helps to bring our hearts closer and heal together rather than alone. You never know what someone is going through or has been through in the past unless it's talked about and shared. Lesson number three, self-care is a necessary priority for body, mind, and soul. Rather than viewing self-care as selfish, this year I learned that it's a very important and necessary part of my daily and weekly routines in order to stay balanced and feel well. Figure out what you can do to fill your own cup and make this a non-negotiable part of your schedule and routine. This includes the comfort and safety of your home. I learned this year to make a home and a life that I don't need a vacation from. And lesson number four, attention is currency. Giving people your time and more importantly, your attention is a very valuable gift that should not be taken for granted because life spares no one and is incredibly fleeting and uncertain. When you're with someone, give them a gift by truly being present. Moving on to lesson number five. You don't always need to be doing something, and you don't always need to be productive. Taking time for yourself is important to remain creative, inspired, and connected to your source of energy and passion for your life's purpose. Let yourself do nothing from time to time and rest to recharge your creativity. And if you're feeling creative, energized, and productive, then take your ideas and run with them. 
rather than hesitating, keep moving forward. And lesson number six, nature is healing. Being outside and open to receiving the beauty of nature that surrounds you can help to alleviate stress and depression, and sunshine and vitamin D also help to increase your immune system. Whether you can be in the forest or the mountains or by the beach or a lake, take some time every week or, if possible, every day to absorb the beauty and healing energy of nature. Lesson number seven, nothing stays the same. Change is inevitable. The more grace you infuse in riding the waves of change and the ebb and flow of life, the less you'll suffer and the more you'll enjoy this wild and crazy ride. Expect the unexpected because the only constant in life is change. And lesson number eight, setting goals for yourself is important and being able to remain flexible and pivot when necessary is even more so. Rather than holding rigid to a goal or idea, let the unfolding of this be a journey that you can enjoy the process of and fully experience. Lesson number nine, investing in your growth and knowledge is one of the best investments you can make. Spend the time to figure out what you're curious and passionate about and invest the time and resources to learn and grow. Moving on to lesson number 10, when others pause or hesitate, don't. Keep moving forward. It's easy to second-guess yourself and big decisions, but this only hinders you from going after what you want. It is always better to regret or apologize later for something that you did than to regret or apologize for something that you did not do. And this year, for me... Pausing or hesitating was not a part of the program. Moving forward was so important with taking my yoga business online and offering online guided classes, meditations, even my teacher training. It was a great opportunity to put one foot in front of the other, even if it was a tiny, tiny baby step in order to keep moving forward. Lesson number 11, in the process of and journey towards success, failure is inevitable. Use failures as stepping stones to learn, grow, and evolve. And remember, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. And moving on to lesson number 12 now. This year, I learned to stop talking about what I want to do and started doing it instead. For example, when I first thought about writing and creating a yoga teacher training curriculum, the task felt so daunting and tedious. It just seemed like a lot of work, and I didn't know if I'd be able to do it. Fear and doubt crept in. And the same feeling occurred for me when I thought about starting a podcast. 
But instead of giving into those fears and doubts, I chose to take one small step forward and then keep putting one foot in front of the other and talked about what I created after it was already done. And lesson number 13, judging others and feeling hatred towards others is more damaging to yourself than it is to anybody else. Rather than feeling hatred or judgment, transmute this energy into widening the lens of acceptance and appreciation for what makes people different. But also, always remember that we are all more similar than different because everyone's DNA, humans on this planet, are all 99.9% the same. Lesson number 14, you don't have to do what others are doing. You can carve your own path and march to the beat of your own drum. Not everyone will resonate with the music that you're making, but you'll find your tribe and community through following your own intuition and your own path. It was amazing for me this year to just do what my heart was calling me towards and listen to my inner guidance rather than what all of social media and the media in general was nudging or directing us as a culture towards. And lesson number 15, be content with what you have. There are so many people out there in the world who have less or have been through more. Without underplaying your own experiences, remember to count your blessings and be grateful for the simple things that are so easy to take for granted, like waking up in the morning, being able to breathe, having clean water and a warm bed. There is so much to be thankful for. On my birthday, I had a lovely conversation with a really good friend of mine who took me out for breakfast, and we were talking about how we both have this rather intolerance for complaining and negativity. And she mentioned to me that if someone less fortunate heard us complaining about anything in life, wouldn't we be so ashamed? And isn't it so true? We are privileged where we live and what we get to do, the freedoms that we have in this country. And if someone who was less healthy or less privileged or lived in a less free culture heard of the ways that we complained, wouldn't that make us feel mm, rather icky inside? Just something to contemplate. It was definitely a concept that I'm wrapping my head around. Lesson number 16 for wellness. Focus on these five areas. Nutrition and hydration. Movement. Down-regulating your nervous system through meditation and rest. Spiritual nourishment. And learning or playfulness. These are the five pillars of wellness that I have focused on specifically this year that's not only kept me healthy, but has really up-leveled my sense of well-being. Lesson number 17, take nothing for granted and truly appreciate everything you have. 
Lesson number 18. Look at life's challenges and even pain as opportunities for growth and as conduits to help further your evolution. Lesson number 19. Speak to yourself with kindness, compassion, patience, and love. Speak to yourself in the same encouraging and uplifting way that you would speak to your best friend. And last of all, lesson number 20. If you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans. All right, so those were my 20 lessons from 2020. And in sharing all of these that I've learned personally, I think it goes without saying that each individual has experienced this year differently. And whatever lens through which you view your life and what you've been through versus what you want to create for the future will help you to navigate and co-create life to move in that direction. It is also through that lens and perspective that you find lessons, even in the midst of challenging experiences of life. It's implementing these lessons into practice and into real life that makes them so powerful and meaningful. Well, I hope you've reflected with me a bit about the growth and learning opportunities from the past year, and that some of these reflections will be helpful for the year ahead. If you need any support, please know that I'm available to help you navigate what you're going through, and I'm happy to connect with you personally, especially if you have any desire to look at setting goals for yourself or how to implement tools and lessons into practices for daily living or in identifying your core values. As always, links to get in touch and other pertinent information are available for easy navigation in the show notes, including a link that says, Let's Connect! for you to drop your email if you'd like to get notified of upcoming events and giveaways that I offer from time to time for my newsletter recipients specifically. If you have any questions, comments, suggestions, or feedback, or if you're in need of support, I'd love to be there for you or hear from you. Please reach out. My email is alia at aliayoga.com, spelled A-H-L-I-A. And if you feel called to share about something that stood out to you from today's episode, I'd love for you to take a screenshot and share it on your social media. Tag at Alia Yoga and at What's Wellness Podcast on Instagram, and I'll be excited to see who's tuned in and shares. Also, if you're local to my area, San Diego and specifically North County Coastal, and you're available on Sunday, January 17th, I'd like to invite you to join me for my next small group, outdoor, in-person vinyasa yoga flow that's accessible for all levels. Pre-registration is required. The park we practice at has enough space to be physically distanced, and I'm offering an in-person class once a month right now. I do offer weekly online live virtual vinyasa yoga classes 
called Sunshine Yoga with Alia. And this class is held every Wednesday afternoon at 4.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. There's a couple of people who listen to this podcast and come to those classes, and y'all are my biggest supporters. Thank you so, so much. It makes a big difference if you please subscribe to this podcast, share it with your friends and family, and help to spread the word about what's wellness. It also helps if you leave a review in the iTunes podcast store so that I can once again share the warm words of the week and read your review on air. I'll also offer you a free full-length yoga class video from my website as my way of saying thanks. If you enjoy online yoga classes, home workouts, as well as guided meditations, and for more about what I offer, please go to my website, aliayoga.com, where I have a shop and sell CBD tinctures as well as Soleil water kits, CBD pain relief roll-on gel and essential oil rollers, as well as tons of full-length yoga class videos for unlimited use with a one-time $15 purchase. So I'm grateful today for 2020. It was a life-changing year. And to be honest, one of the best years of my life. I feel a little bit guilty saying that because I'm very privileged and fortunate to have my health and that my family has remained healthy and safe as well. And for having the opportunity to move and feel safe in our new space, to grow in love in my marriage, and to be able to look back and see how far I've come personally this past year. I am amazed at the amounts of growth and forward movement that occurred. It certainly hasn't been easy, and I'm not saying that it was without challenges, but truly one of the best years to date, and I will forever remember 2020. I'm super grateful to all of you for your support of this podcast and for all of the love you have shown me this year. I couldn't do this without you. So thank you so much for being here and connecting in this way. I hope you had a wonderful holiday season in whatever way you celebrate and that you can feel the love and appreciation I'm sending your way right now. Cheers to a wonderful new year and may all of your dreams and goals come to fruition. May you be blessed with health, with joy, safety, and happiness. Thank you once again for tuning in to What's Wellness Today. Happy New Year, and I'll be back next week on Thursday for the first episode of 2021. Until next time, be well.